1: Welcome to Elgin Movie Watchers Podcast. I'm Chuck Slatkin. I'm here with my co host, Steve Gould. How are you doing, Steve?
2: Okay, very good, Chuck. Looking forward to something a little novel for us. Instead of movies on screen, it's going to be movies on stream. Yeah, that's good. Oh, you said novel. I thought maybe we we're going to read a book. Yeah, well, that uh, could happen too.
1: So well, uh, please, out there, if you're, uh, you know, listen to us and have some ideas of things to say, you can. Reach us on Twitter at Elgin Movie, Instagram at Elgin Movie Watchers, Facebook at Elgin Movie Watchers Podcast. I know you're on Facebook, you people. And you can contact us at any time on email at elginmoviewatchers at gmail.com. And we'd love to hear what you have to say, uh, regardless of what you say. So uh, That's right. We don't want to fall on deaf ears. So, th- so we we we've been touching on talking about the, the phenomenon of, of of streaming, and the, what that means. And and for someone such as me, you know, uh, I can't remember the last time that I went to a movie theater, but I've seen a number of uh, uh, of films. And on some uh, uh, streaming means or another, I guess I'm, I'm uh, over streamed maybe. Because at this point, you know, someone wants me to check out a streaming service, offer a film that I want to see that no one else offers, and I'm jumping into that stream. Oh, oh, I hope you have your boots on. Well, so I, so I looked at my screen, the, the, the icons there, to see what I, what I have in terms of streaming. So I have Netflix, Apple TV, Hulu, HBO Max, Showtime, Anytime prime video and the criterion channel I also use YouTube and, and, and crackle and iTunes to uh, uh, look at look at films but I don't know if they're considered the same on the same level so yeah but uh, but if it's all right I'd like to talk a little bit about the Netflix phenomena
2: well also Chuck the thing that uh, sparked my interest was uh, the fact that, you know, it happened with Blockbuster video. Everybody was buying Blockbuster stock and everything. And this was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And uh, all of a sudden, the stock started tanking at Netflix because there was a quarter where their subscribership really went down. I remember somebody that I worked with, you know, that got Netflix first by getting DVDs in the mail and she'd get an envelope and she'd mail it back to them and stuff. And then I know it started out, I guess, what, around 2007 or something like that. Right. So you, you pick it up from there, but I, I was very uh, amazed that changes are happening as quickly as they are.
1: Okay. But let's be clear. While uh, uh, Netflix took a, you know, a financial hammering of sorts, they ain't tanking. They're far from tanking. They basically, you know, one of the elements that run the world. And if they lost, uh, you, know, you know, a couple of hundred thousand uh, subscribers and maybe projections of, of, of 2 million loss, when you have hundreds of millions <laughs> of subscribers around the world, that doesn't count the 100 million people who are watching it for free. For free, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know a certain amount of you know arrogance. But my memory of Netflix, or my, I wouldn't even say impact. I mean, I say impact more so than memory of of what Netflix meant for me, it had nothing to do with me watching films. It had to do with me, uh, my days working in the post office, and when Netflix uh, did their business through the mail, right?
0: Originally. Right.
1: Yeah, Netflix was you know competing with uh uh uh, video rental stores by being a video rental store in the mail. But at first, you would get the DVDs mailed to you, and then you would you know send it back and they would charge individually. But after a while, it became a, 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 a subscription, a monthly subscription, and then you could only get one DVD at a time. But if you got one, you could hold on for, hold it for two months. It would just mean that you couldn't get another one. So once you sent it back, then you, you could get another one. But when they were in that first format, where people would get their DVDs from Netflix through the mail, that meant the mail was very busy. with. with and I was working in the post office. Yeah. So what would happen is uh, every day working where I would work, they would wait for the truck to come. <laughs> and it was a truck from Netflix, you know, with the, with their specially designed envelopes for the D- DVDs. It would come in a phenomenal amount. And basically, that's all we would maybe work for a couple of hours was getting out that, you know, Netflix thing because they were a, a big customer, right? They were doing a lot of business. And at that point, you know, before they got into the streaming phase, uh, they, they were doing a lot of business. But one, one thing I did learn, because you mentioned nope. Blockbuster, and I don't know if you saw it in your reading, but uh, early on, when uh, Netflix was uh, you know, establishing itself and getting you know, a lot of business, it went to Blockbuster and offered to sell Netflix to Blockbuster. Yep. or get into a partnership with, with a blockbuster.
2: That was Wayne's big, big mistake, the
1: CEO. That was a major mistake because what was you know, worth that is, is worth billions now, that they turned down. And you weren't there, we don't know, but the story goes that they basically laughed in their faces. They laughed in Netflix' face when Netflix because they, they looked around all, all the uh, stores, the video stores they had in the country, Blockbuster. They were dominating uh, that market. And uh, how many Blockbuster stores are there? Uh, I heard that there was still one.
2: One. So yeah, there
0: was one, one yeah, left. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So again, as you're talking about correctly, see the, the, the technology and things change very quickly. So basically, uh, you know, as Netflix grew, it, it, it had a virtual monopoly around the world and it kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But uh, as I mentioned, they, 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 they had, it was very easily for, easy for people to steal from them. Or if someone paid, you know, uh, and got their password, nothing that's stopping them sharing it with three or four other people who <laughs> are getting the right. service for free. So right. it wasn't really you know, that well thought out. And of course, I don't know if they ever anticipated the fact that there would you know, be competition. And the competition is, it's still minuscule in terms of you know, uh, numbers of people that the, the, the other services have, but I guess they, they have some impact you know, on, on, on the market and also um, access to films. And if they have better well, films, and Netflix has a lot of films, necessarily doesn't have a lot of great films so they have to you know but it's not it's not like it's hopeless for them or they're no. done in or whatever it's you know it's, well
2: they're, they're making films too chuck yes, i mean you exactly. know original content and uh i think that's uh, uh a phenomenon that uh, has happened you know i think that what we saw back like in the 80s where people were thinking that there was gonna be a change of delivery because of what was happening with Netflix mailing and then seeing you know, uh, the bricks and mortar uh, uh, blockbuster uh, might not be the best way. And then uh, studios and networks were all getting obsessed with delivery systems. Now that things are kind of like coalesced with delivery systems, you know, you've got NBC and Universal and all that crap. Uh, now they're getting concerned about content. And one of the things that's happened in the old days, I, I, I think it was Netflix. You guys can correct me. Uh, but they, they you could uh, watch uh, old Star Treks. But Paramount pulled out of that deal because they want to keep their own content and that's one of the things that you see on Paramount Plus now. So there's a lot of shifting around. And it, uh, I would say looking at the subscription levels that yeah, Netflix supposedly as of uh, the end of 2021 had 225 million subscribers, but Prime also had almost 200 million. So they they were all climbing.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, uh, hello, by the way, I'm Ian, off-screen producer, stepping in today also. I just, I mean, Netflix was king, right? Um, Everyone just wanted to be on Netflix. And then when everyone realized that the cable cow was starting to dry up, they were like, wait, we can take our own stuff, get our own streaming service. And obviously there were a lot of fails. There were a lot of people, you know, people like streaming, like Yahoo, you know, at at one point tried to get in the game and like picked up the show community from NBC. I I got canceled And then they showed that and didn't ran for a season and they had their own programming and it kind of fell flat on their face. And, you know, it's definitely been some, you know, swings and misses as far as that goes, but there's the incentive, right? And people already have Netflix. So it's like grandfathered in for a lot of people. They don't even realize they're still paying for it if they don't realize. And (laughs) to me, Netflix movies, I apologize, Netflix, but your movies are pretty shite. Your original content television-wide, your TV series are very good. Obviously, they have Bridgerton, Stranger Things, you know, all these others, you know, shows original content that really kind of pop. And that's really what's keeping people around along with like, I think they have an exclusive deal now with AMC possibly where they show that they're able to show their content like as of it comes out on cable. But then Prime, you know, that makes the most sense because you're just paying for a Prime membership. So you get the free delivery from them. And on top of that, you get to watch Amazon video which, yeah. you know, has its ups and downs and they have some good programming too, but they also have some bad programming and movies also.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's true.
3: Going to your point about Paramount is that that's what everyone realized, right? It's like, it's, wait, that's our IP. Why are we letting somebody else make money on this? We need to get people right. in and the very least... I mean, I, there's not much on that Paramount app. I have it. I got a deal for it. I'm ba- barely paying anything for it, and the only thing it has on there is Star Trek. So if you're a Trekkie, definitely can cash in on that. And they have the new show, The Offer, which just came out, which is the the series on the on the making of oh, the I'm, Godfather. Uh, Godfather, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I haven't st- I haven't watched that, but that's probably what the only thing I'm going to watch. Everything else I've tried to watch on there is pretty crappy but they have obviously and they don't even have all, a lot of these places don't even have all of the films because they're tied up in other contracts with other people right. and then on right. top of that they pull things all the time and it's like why are you putting things in a vault If I'm paying you for a friggin' subscription and I know something is a Paramount movie it should always be there but yeah. you know it's like all of a sudden around Christmas all the Christmas movies get pulled because they want people <laughs> to rent them as opposed to get them for the subscription that they're already paying for Yep. yep. sorry yep. I, that's, that's my but
2: uh, no I mean and but I, I wanted to also, I, I in, in reading, I found this uh, white paper by a you know a, a company that does uh, surveys on uh, streaming and you know the industry in general. And uh, as of the end of uh, 2019, this uh, uh, Fluent, which is the, the the company, they said that 50 percent of the consumers that you know are subscribers to streaming services are frustrated by the number of services that they have to uh, contract with to see something they want. You know, in other words, they're saying, what's going on here? You know, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, between uh, between that and also the other thing that's happened is, uh, for me, since I, I, I'm a person that likes to see films and movie theaters, uh, I see now on uh, network television that they are advertising in their commercials exclusively in movie theaters for uh, a number of films that are coming out I think some of the some of the studios are realizing that you know they, they're going to have to wave a bone in front of uh, people and uh even though I agree with Huey in in that you know why do they take something at Christmas and put it in a vault and say, if you want it, you're going to have to rent it. I think that's horrible. But I think that they don't want to just throw something on the screen at the same time as letting it go uh, on release through their own streaming service or something. So I I I don't know. I'm just throwing that out for...
3: Well, I mean, it's got, kind of, you know, they're still like the movie theaters are still a bit of a union, right? So they still kind of are the movie studios. So even though some of them have streaming services that they can throw these things on, for instance, Warner Brothers or HBO Max. But then you have like Sony Pictures. Sony Pictures does not have a streaming service. So no. so or Sony at all, even though it's odd because they have the PlayStation, you think they would be able to stream movies on the PlayStation network, but whatever. Anyway so you have to kind of play fair with that. And, 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 and they've kind of all agreed, obviously there are things that go streaming, you know, you know, day and date, but I think a lot of it is now getting people back in the theaters. Like I just went and saw a movie last week, which is Dr. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness in the theater. And really uh, that was, yeah. Wow. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Uh, Listen to my other podcast. If you want to know my thoughts about that. So to me, it's, it's at this point, the theaters are—they're trying to save them, but there's still this thing where it's like, all right, well, it doesn't matter. We're always gonna get our money now. Like we'll get our money either from you in the theater. We'll get the fifty dollars if you take your family, or we're gonna get you ten bucks or twenty bucks on our streaming service because you like our movies and you're gonna eventually, you know, order them from us anyway. I mean, the, the 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 idea of of basically them kind of cancel. It's it's like you're paying a hundred dollars, sixty dollars, or a hundred dollars for cable. To watch these te- these sh- these shows on cable, or you're paying sixty to a hundred dollars in several different streaming <laughs> accounts if you cut the cord. Yeah. But guess what? You still have to pay for internet, so that's a whole other issue.
1: Yeah, that's right. And yeah, so it's you know, people at this point, they, you know, accept the fact that they're paying. They just want to pay for something that is good quality and that they like. You know, so that's. But that's, I think that's the demand.
2: I mean how many times have you looked at your icons on your uh you know on your screen to realize oh wow i haven't used that in two months or something like that you know i mean i think people sometimes it's a passivity and uh i mean i to a certain extent i was getting pissed off at prime and i was going to dump it but then i missed the cutoff point, so I'm back in the barrel for another year, you know, so I mean, I think that well, you have to, to all subscribe for a year uh, well yeah, you could, you can could pay you
3: can pay by month or you pay or you save a little money by paying for the year, so you uh, probably paid for the year right. so i but I think, Steve, if you cancel it now, it goes from now until the end of the year. You don't lose it once you cancel it because you've already paid for the subscription for the year, so I think if you were actually to cancel it today. You would stay until your expiration date of your of your of your account.
2: Yeah, but then on the other hand, playing devil's advocate on this issue, which is one reason why I think Prime has, uh, you know, a leg up. Um, there are some things that uh, Nancy and I want that are just extraordinarily expensive, uh, even in you know stores like Target and stuff here. That we can get reasonable on Amazon, and you know I don't have to pay for any shipping charges then. So it's like uh, it's a it's a devil devil do thing, you know. Yeah. But uh, that's how they got I, you. Yeah, I, I did want to bring up as a point of amusement, uh, Chuck and Ian, because I was looking through some of these lists of, uh, of of the streaming, and I guess there are you know like. We've talked about with podcasts that there's podcasts for everybody, you know, whether you want to talk about cooking or you want to talk about movies or sports or whatever. Or but, cooking uh, movies. Or cooking movies, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I was fascinated because a couple jumped out on me. There's one called uh, a streaming service called Pungalo, which is exclusively streaming uh, telenovelas. Novellas and another one called Aero Cinema, which only shows aviation documentaries, and another one called Shudder, which only streams horror movies. So, I mean, and one just called Horse, that only (laughs) streams horse movies. So, I mean, it's really weird to think that, you know, uh, the, the, the thing has been populated by something even as tiny as that
1: that's what it's able to accomplish and that's what you know people can find their markets and the people who are smart about how they do that uh, you know are the ones that uh you know are successful financially you know i guess but then then you have netflix who's you know crying you know that they the stock went down and they lost all these uh subscribers but they felt uh Whatever the thinking was, uh, because of the antipathy towards Russia, they suspended their 700,000 Russian subscribers. So they can't buy uh, uh, Netflix at this time. So they they lost, you know, income from 700,000 people for political reasons.
2: So they're not going to stream Alexander Nevsky? (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
1: So I so say anyway. It's just you know sometimes you yeah I have a tendency at times to to almost give people too much credit who are doing something that in other words that they're smart that they know what they're doing that they've got these things figured out and then you watch it you know evolve and realize no that's not necessarily the case right you know, right with, with uh, these people but I mean to me you know like I very rarely watch broadcast television let alone network television watching you know more s- stuff on youtube than i do on uh, abc nbc and
2: cbs combined and i saw uh written up a uh a streaming service called fubu what the hell is a fubu
1: oh watch your language
2: f-u-b-o fubo
3: oh, fubo isn't that isn't fubo the thing that you guys or that was moby yeah. <laughs> no, that was
2: Moby,
3: yeah. Fubo, yeah. Fubo is another... I mean, there's so many... There's, there's all these other streaming okay. services, and they do And all what about...
2: And don't what confuse
1: about, you, Fobo with your could uh,
2: Yeah. Oh, no, we don't want to do that. Uh, but, I mean, what about, like, FX? Is that a streaming service? So,
3: FX... So, it's like... Since it's, like, FX is technically well, on yeah. Hulu, because it, FX is owned by Fox, which is now owned by Disney, and Hulu is now owned by... Even though Hulu was of a, a, a mixture of all the networks and one who and they owned a fair share once abc and disney bought fox technically owned the whole mcgill of, of hulu and hulu. now now you can do hulu disney plus and espn app all together in one big price oh, um, shit! they did that so yeah so fx now is even though they had f an fx x app at one point it's all running through hulu i mean hulu is is for it, network television is best, uh, you know, if that's what you're looking for.
2: So, in effect, uh, Mel Brooks was right. Then it was uh, engulf and devour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But you know, I, 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 I wonder sometimes because of uh, human nature. You know, when we had the theater, Chuck, people would catch a movie, and they talked to their friend about it. Maybe their friend would miss it, but then when the sheet came out and it came up again, they'd mark it off to see it. Now, because of the freedom of streaming now, people could be saying, ah, screw it, I'd have to watch it now, I can watch it some other time. And do you think that sometimes, you know, the the, uh, watching of content is being put off because it's so available?
1: Of course, it's it's possible. I don't know what that means, though, because... (laughs) people are still going to be watching stuff when they want to see it, that they have more options that, you know, they could say, oh, I'm not going to look at this now because I can watch it some other time. But is that really saying, well, I want to see this and I'm going to watch it now. <laughs> it's a little, you know, yeah, there's a possibility you can say, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to watch the, uh, I'm not going to watch the Godfather two yet. I'll wait for a few more years, but uh, uh I, I think people still, you know, look at what they want to watch. And however, you know, the reached or whatever it is that's there, it's still basic, based on what you, you you're seeing. I guess if you, if someone told you, well, you have to watch this tonight, or you're not going to be able to see it any other time, then maybe you'd watch it tonight. But uh, I, you know, I think people now think of uh, of streaming the way maybe they used to think of uh, broadcast television
3: all right okay yeah but- I mean, I, you, you have the conversation you know i mean chuck and i discussed it often like what do you is there anything you're watching any good shows and you know you just kind of i mean if, it, if it's specific programming to a, a, a streaming networks for instance like say disney plus disney plus has all the mcu and the star wars stuff so their shows that they run are only run there so you technically you could be a fan of that you might not own a subscription to Disney Plus, but you can say, OK, eventually I know that's there. So I'll watch them. And some people like me, I can't. I have to watch them right away. But I have a friend and he's like, oh, I've been saving all of those to watch all of them. And I'm like, right. yeah. Wait a minute.
2: I don't I don't understand if they if he's not a, a subscriber to that service. How is he going to see it?
3: Eventually he'll subscribe. Oh, oh, oh! I, see. I have a friend that literally he does the month to month, and he'll turn it off when he knows that there's nothing that's going to be on that he's going to want to watch, and when the show comes on, he'll 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 reactivate it for the monthly, and and start watching it again, and then turn it off when he's done watching the show that he's watching.
2: But you know, Ian, what you uh, said before is, was kind of insidious about the companies, the streaming services. It could get to the point where, let's say, God forbid you know, Spielberg croaked or something, they could all of a sudden pull all the Spielbergs out. And if you want them, you got to rent them.
3: Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I mean, they could pull them out and Spielberg can
1: create his own streaming service. Right. He just yeah. have to die to do that.
2: Yeah. But I mean, uh, this is exactly what I think all of these companies wanted. You know, they've got things in place now to distribute. And also theaters, but, you know, the theaters only get something via the internet now. They don't get anything physical. So the companies have absolute control over everything. And now they have the content as well. I mean, this is, uh, you know, we are basically, in terms of the entertainment industry, we are... uh, we are tenant farmers on their plantation
3: yeah I'm definitely I could see it from that angle but at the other side it's kind of almost like you know the 70s again right with film like it they so many with so many streaming services they need so much content so it's like you can come up with any story because I mean you I watch these movies on Netflix and I'm like yeah this is a great idea you got the right people to be in it. But that third, you know, end of the second third act was just horrible. And this movie did not yeah. end well. And, and and you know, so and that's how I look at a lot of their things. I mean, there's a few things, you know, I, when the, one of the best films that I thought they had, you hate Steve. I said, yeah, you know, I thought it was Roma and you and you hate that film. Oh. Um, you know, it, it, it it's hit or miss. And there's a lot of misses with with the content that they come out with, because. They're just trying to fill it up, so they keep you going.
2: I guess. Yeah, I, guess I mean, they that. give
3: you five seconds to, to to decide if you want to watch the next one. I mean, we haven't even spoken about Apple Plus and how they've gotten into the game now, and their shows have been pretty fantastic, or at least some of them have. And uh, I highly recommend if anyone hasn't done a free trial on it to watch Ted Lasso or possibly Severance, you definitely Well, should. we
2: got, uh, because of Nancy being in SAG, you know, she got screeners. And uh, I had never thought of uh, watching uh, Ted Lasso, but you know we got the uh, we got the DVDs, and I said to Nancy, "Hey, come on, let's see. This guy was uh, was good when he was on, you know, as an SNL so, so I said, "Let's watch it. Uh, Ted Lasso is fantastic." Yeah, you know.
1: Well, why I mean, why do you th- think that you wouldn't watch?
2: The reason I I said I said, eh, "There's no uh, body in it, really." And I said, uh, yeah, Jason Sudeikis. But I said, and it's all about some kind of goddamn cockamamie sports thing. And, and I said, nah. And then, you know, we had, we had the discs. So we threw them in and, you know, we were just cranking it out. And the woman from England who's in it, uh, she's a fantastic actress. So uh, yeah, sometimes you uh, hit on those things, but uh, being a cheap bastard and a and, uh, Luddite besides, I kind of like uh, still gravitate to uh, movies and uh, our television rather than uh, streaming on the uh, laptop. So, I mean, that's just my way of, ta- of talking about things. But I, I mean, I know that everything's going, the the, uh, the, the viewership in broadcast television has gone down uh, in uh, exhibition. And I know there's gonna be some uh, uh, big changes, but. You know, somebody must think that people are still going to go see uh, uh, see movies and theaters because they, uh, you know, they've upgraded seats. Now they serve uh, drinks and food in theaters and stuff. So, I mean, I don't oh. know if pe- people would invest in, uh, in in theaters if they thought they were going to be all closed.
1: Well, I don't think they thought they're going to be closed, but they realized that, uh, you know. <laughs> if we upgrade the theater and have better food and really comfortable seats and whatever, and uh, we can get a decent price, you know, it, it's better to have a hundred filled seats than 600 empty ones. So yeah. I no, think part true. of the reason that people go to the, you know, the film, but uh, you know, some of these seats, I, uh, I'm not going there to sleep, but I can very easily fall asleep. In.
0: Yeah. This yeah. is really right. comfortable,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and the, so yeah, it's like anything else, but it's it's not like it's not like the same like mass appeal aspect of it, uh, you know, that that it once was or when it had, you know, you know, total control basically of entertainment market or whatever, you know, films back in the day.
2: Well, one of the other things that I think has happened with uh, all of these uh, streaming services, you know, in, in a frenetic. Uh, Uh, obsession to, you know, maybe win an Oscar even or something like that, that they uh, are making content. What uh, Ian brought up is a valid point that, you know, maybe some of their uh, stuff that turning out features are just so-so. But the bottom line is uh, one of the, uh, some of the uh, elements of that that are uh, doing better, I think, is because of The competition, you know, in the old days, it used to be just if you wanted to make a movie, you had to, you know, uh, get a studio to uh, put up the money, or at least if you made it, take it. Now, you've got all these different services, like you said, Ian. I mean, some some idea could be cockamamie, it could be good. And uh, so uh, the the cost is going, uh, is escalating. On uh, all of the not only above the line but below the line costs of uh, of a production, That's right? Because you of competition,
1: you can make a movie by just asking someone to hold your phone for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And there you are. So yeah, no, it, it's it's it, it's it's changing, it's evolving, and basically, you know, access to you know good product to good art or however we want to view it that's really what matters to people and uh sometimes you have to you know uh, sort through the the, the the lousy stuff or the whatever but you know, to to get upon you know a good quality but uh i mean some of the uh, the limited series that's available on streaming is you know so far superior to anything that's on uh broadcast television that or cable for that matter that uh you know, you see that people this, these really get to see some, you know, real, real, real quality.
3: So I envision it's going to be at the end of the day, it's going to end up being HBO discovery, Disney, Disney plus, uh, they under their umbrella and then Paramount and then whoever else can pay the money to keep doing the things, AKA Apple well, and well, Amazon. Let me
2: ask you, let me ask you, I know they, they, they ter- certainly have tons of money, but, uh, Apple never had any of its own content to begin with. Right. Well,
0: I now mean, they that's they, all,
3: that's all they do. That's all. That's yeah. their, their television network is that it's only, they don't have, they have an Apple plus and an iTunes, you can rent movies and buy movies. Hmm. Um, but you, that was all you had. That's all you could do. And then once they did Apple TV plus, which is then like Ted Lasso and, uh, I'm blanking out all their other shows but Ted Lasso and and Severance and 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 you know and and they've made some good content definitely there's been some so-so content but they've made some good content and they've definitely made some deals and they and they followed through with uh, with their ideas I think uh, as opposed to uh, you know something like Amazon's uh, you know when Amazon makes a show it takes place in you know, a medieval place, and everyone's got clean faces and stuff like that. And you're like, "What is this? This is so stupid. Yeah, this is this? Like, it, yeah. it looks like a set. How much? Yeah. How much money did you spend on this? And why does right. it look like this? Because HBO right. and Netflix actually make shows that may not be good, but at least they look better than this.
2: Realistic, so look, yeah. Yeah. Right. Just, yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway. So
2: what's going on? Let me ask you guys then, because uh, you mentioned about Hulu, and and, and how that kind of like uh, transfigured, but two things. Number one, will Sony somehow throw their ha- hat in the ring? And secondly, do you think that you know, there's gonna be a, a shakeup? You know what happened when like, uh, first it was NBC and Universal and this one and that one. Do you think that you know, this, it's gonna coalesce with maybe three streaming companies or something? Well, I,
3: I, I, sorry, I forgot about Peacock. Peacock is definitely a big one because Peacock is NBC. Universal, NBC. So, right. So they right. have that whole, you know, that whole family of, of, of content. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting because Sony, Sony is like the, 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 the bell of the bull like, right now, because yeah. they, you know, because they technically should be bought out at this point by somebody. Um, but the whole problem is, is that the biggest IP that Sony owns right now and makes money off of is, and is their moneymaker is Spider-Man. But once someone buys Sony, Spider-Man automatically goes back to Disney as for because they own the original comic book rights of that. Of that. So whoever buys Sony is not going to be buying it for Spider-Man. They're going to be buying it for whatever catalog they have and whatever they want to make. I thought maybe Amazon and Apple would have done it already because they were looking for content. Um, yeah. But it hasn't happened. And I don't know if that's what it is because essentially Sony Pictures is the only thing in the Sony family, I think, that loses money every year so they either just use it as a place to dump money and lose money as a loss and take it as a loss all the time kind of like you know the port authority with the with the path train but you yeah. know it's 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 yeah it you know it, you got to figure at some point it's going to happen but maybe it's the big f you to disney from all the other companies they're like we're not going to bail you out and give you spider-man because that'll just create disney into this huge monster that will that'll forever make money because he is the biggest
2: superhero of all time right now or at least money maker wise. Hmm. I think I got a good uh, taste of what all of this uh, streaming business is. I uh, I hope uh, we've done justice to it for uh, our listeners. What do you guys think? Well, I hope
3: so. I hope they're still listening at this point. Yeah,
2: and be, yeah. oh man. but <laughs> yeah, these, well, these guys yeah. stop
1: talking about streaming and talking about something I care about.
2: All right guys, so yeah. uh I guess uh, there's another nail in the coffin. <laughs> That's it. We've
1: coffinated. <laughs> yeah. Some people are caffeinated, we're coffinated. And yeah, and, uh, yeah. and uh, it's uh, be sure to uh, write to us, email at Elgin Movie Watchers Podcast at uh, gmail.com yeah. and let us know what uh, you have to say about yes. uh, films that we should talk about uh, topics in the in the in the film uh, business industry or whatever or any particular movies that we either mentioned or not mentioned so thank you okay. steve thank you ian yes thank, thank you. you
2: guys i got a nice education about streaming tonight that's it okay
1: you can Take put care, now, you guys can put your you can put your toes in the stream yeah <laughs> All right, take care. Thanks.
0: Bye-bye.